Welcome to HII Talking Points, a Huntington Ingalls Industries podcast. Twice a quarter, we'll sit down with HII leaders to discuss topics of interest in our company and industry. Hi, everyone, and welcome to HII Talking Points. I'm your host, Phoebe Richards, and with me for a special topic is HII President and CEO, Mike Petters. Mr. Petters, thank you for joining. It's great to be with you again, Phoebe. So in just a few days, HII will celebrate its 10-year anniversary. And while 10 years may not sound like a long time, the company has certainly transformed and overcome challenges in the last decade. Since you've been here since day one, I'd love to get your insight on where we've been and where you hope to see the business in 10, 20, and even 50 years into the future. So to start, you have served as HI's president and CEO since the company spun from Northrop Grumman in 2011. In this time, what major transformations have you seen throughout the company? Yeah, you know, that that's a great question. There's, there's a, uh, a lot of, a lot of ways to answer that. And there's probably not any particular dimension that stands out above any of the others because it's been a full court press of, of development. You know, I would first point out, I think, you know, well over half of the people that are in the company today were not here 10 years ago. Um, you know, and, and I, I know that uh, Bill and the HR team can give you an exact number, but uh, I'm confident that it's only a minority of us that, that remembers what it was like to actually come out of a large company and really be slimmed down to the only thing we had going on uh, in the business of, of note at that time was our, our two shipbuilding divisions. And I think if you, if you can think all the way back to where that was the only focus of the business in 2011 and you think about where we are today, um, Pick any one of the stakeholders in the business. Uh, our employees, uh, I always think of the employees first. Uh, I think we've completely transformed the relationships that we have in the company with each other uh, and the relationship that the, the institution has with you know, our, our most important investment that we make in, in our employees. Um, whether it's health centers or focus on engagement and diversity and inclusion, um, you know, the hiring that we've done, the training that we've done, uh, pretty significant work that we've done relative to uh, improving the value uh, uh, that we offer to our employees and then, uh, and then helping our employees actually do more of their best work to support, the, to support our company. And I think that's been tested here in the last year in the pandemic, and I think we've come through that. Um, you know, as well as anybody could ever have guessed we might. I mean, we've done very well in terms of preserving our workforce and being prepared to move ahead. Um, customers, you know, our backlog now is higher than it has ever been in the history of the, our institution. That means our customers trust us with their most important work to, um, to go and take care of uh, the stuff that we have to do so that we take care of their future. Um, our suppliers, uh, you know, their trust in us again was tested in the pandemic, and we've, and we have absolutely shown um, our willingness to stand by our suppliers, and they've stood by us through this time. And so, um, again, I think that ten years of work in that area has shown up here uh, in the last year of of being uh, pretty resilient uh, for us. Um, 
you know, the, uh, the communities where we are, uh, the, you know, clearly largest employer in two states with tremendous support from the states that we're in, um, in all the states that we're in, uh, the investment that the states make in, in our people and in, and in our company uh, have been tremendous. Uh, and we're providing value back to the states for doing that. And then, you know, our shareholders, uh, our shareholders have done very well over the last 10 years. And we've, and we're very proud of that record. Uh, and we've done that, you know, my view is we've done that the right way. And I think that's positioned us for, uh, for, uh, you know, if you like the last 10 years, just hang on the next 10 years are going to be even better. Right. So you mentioned a lot of good improvements over the last 10 years. What do you attribute to HII's success this far? Well, I, I'm going to, I guess, uh, uh, I'm going, I'm going to choose to believe that it is the investment in our people and investment in our leadership, our recognition that leadership is a, is a craft, it's a skill, uh, our willingness to invest in that, uh, to then align that leadership uh, so that uh, everyone in the organization is doing this on behalf of the organization. You know, none of us can do this by ourselves, and I and I think that's that's probably you know when I talk with our or uh, other stakeholders, the, the thing that I think, uh, sometimes I get the question about what, what is it that uh, um, has HII stand apart from everyone else? And my answer is that uh, in order to be successful in our organization, you have to put the institution first. You have to put the team first. And if you put the team first, then great things happen. Uh, if you're trying to do it for yourself, I mean, you might have some short-term benefit for that, but eventually that's going to not work out for you. And, and I think that is something that is uh, in our DNA. And I think that's been why we've been so successful. So ups and downs, uh, what major challenges do you see in the company's future? Well, I think, uh, you know, the, certainly the pandemic has been a, um, a, a catalytic event. I mean, it's, it has, uh, some people have said that uh, technology and companies have taken the next, uh, you know, pick your time frame, 10 years of technology and, and, and accelerated that so that we're going to see it all in the next 10 months. I think that spirit of innovation and creativity um, is going to be the driving uh, issue for value um, in most companies going forward. And I think we've done very well through the pandemic, but I think that's going to be a you know, continue to be the challenge. Um, you know, the the uh, the the idea that you know you have to get up and you have to be running every day now because everybody else is running. I think that's that's a little bit more of where we are, and and I think that the companies that understand that and and work that way and 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 approach it that way are going to do very well. Um, I do think that the number one. Uh, way to create value in the company is to continue to improve engagement in the organization. And so our focus on diversity and inclusion uh, that started several years ago, I think is going to serve us well in the future. Um, as, as we, you know, we're seeing value today where we have more diverse work teams throughout the organization uh, and they are coming up with more and more creative and innovative solutions throughout the organization. Um, my sense of that is that that's the small boulders off the top of the hill that will turn into an avalanche. And I, and I just, I believe that that's, uh, that's something that's going to continue to not only increase, but accelerate going forward. And that's going to be a central 
uh, key to our success when 10 years from now we're looking back on the on the 20 years we're going to be able to right. say that, that was that's one of the most important things that we did so. right. uh, and back to the pandemic just real quickly how do you see you know we're seeing more in the news about accessibility to vaccines how do you see that impacting HII in the near term and farther down the road well I, I, you know right now today we're at a place where uh, you know in our communities uh, we are ready to give people shots and we don't have enough doses um, and there's a lot of concern over that and a lot of a lot of news about that and and a lot of people talking about that um, I, I believe that at some point I don't know if it's four weeks six weeks eight weeks in the future um, you know uh, we're going to be at a place where we have more doses than people want shots and, and I think that's unfortunate because I, we're not going to run out of people to give shots to at that point. We're going to have people who are choosing not to get shots. And I, and I just think that, um, you know, at that point, we've really got to take another turn and try to uh, help our neighbors understand the value of getting a shot and, and getting the vaccine. Because, I, I, you know, uh, for some of us to have it is not going to be enough. I think we've got to get to a place where we squash this thing. and. And the best, and clearly the data so far is showing that these vaccines are incredibly effective. Uh, they're absolutely working. Um, and, you know, as they say, it doesn't matter which one you get, just right. whatever somebody offers you one, get one. Um, they are, they are, uh, they're keeping people out of hospitals. Uh, they're saving lives. Uh, we need to help do our part and roll our sleeves up and go get the shot. And, and I, so I think in the in the near term, it's about getting more doses. In the medium term, it's going to be about getting more shots uh, and getting getting as many people in the organization um, with the vaccine as we possibly can. Uh, and then it's going to be um, what does that mean for the protocols in the company? You know, do we change? Does it change the way that we have been doing work? Uh, do we? We don't know that yet. But um, you know. The, whether we have to relax or whether we can relax some of the things that are there remain to be seen, whether it's mask wearing or plexiglass or what, what have you, social distancing. I think that that's kind of a function of the first two parts. Um, but I think that taking advantage of our spirit of, of innovation and creativity and, and productivity enhancement uh, and engagement um, that has shown itself to be really strong during this pandemic period, uh, I think um, uh, persisting on that and driving that as the, you know, that's kind of the wave we're going to ride out the other side of the vaccine. I'm really happy about that. Great. So to celebrate the anniversary and highlight and thank employees, we've asked employees to submit selfie videos about their proudest moments over the last 10 years. So, you know, putting that on you, what has been your proudest moment at HII so far? Oh, I, uh, Phoebe, that's not a fair question. I, <laughs> you know, I get to participate in so many things uh, that other people have done that I, and I just, I, I, um, I take immense pride in, in all of those successes. Um, I, you know, even to the point of uh, when I'm, when I'm in the, when I'm in the grocery store and somebody comes up and starts talking to me about um, something like the health centers or what they're doing in the pipe shop or, uh, the training class that they went to. Uh, I can't tell you how proud I am of our company when that happens. And, and to see the, to see the, the, um, the personal excitement in our folks over things that they 
have accomplished or their their sense of of purpose and mission around the things that we do and how important it is for everybody that we're doing it for um you know i get that i get that sort of reinforcement all the time so to try to go and pick something out that would say this is the one thing um I mean, I think it's probably like asking someone to which which of your kids is your favorite one. I, I just yeah. don't think we I don't think we can answer that question. I think I think it's more of uh, there's a tone about this organization, this institution. That I'm very proud of uh, every day. Uh, I, I'm just I'm just humbled and honored to have a chance to be part of it. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and so finally, we talked a little bit about this at the beginning, but what do you think HRI will look like at its 20th anniversary? Wow, that's a that's a great question. I think that you know we're going to be uh, we're going to be a very strong and highly engaged company. Our people are going to be even more uh, connected to our purpose and our mission, uh, and our stakeholders that are all out there, whether it's customers or communities uh, or shareholders. Uh, we're going to be the folks they call when they have a problem that they don't know who else can solve. You know, when they've got that really hard problem, they'll know that we're the ones, we have a track record. By, you know, 10 years from now, we have that track record now, 10 years from now, it's only going to be enhanced that uh, we're, the hard, we're the company that does all the hard stuff. And not only do we do it, but you can count on us to do it the right way. And, and I think that that's what we're going to look like uh, 10 years. That's what we look like now. That's what we're going to look like uh, 10 years from now. We may be doing a lot of things a little bit differently. We may be building things that are different than they are today. We may have a different set of customers, uh, you know, new suppliers, uh, lots of new relationships. That's the dynamics of the business. But, at, but at, as a foundation, all of those folks will know that we're the ones they can rely on. And, and I, I think that's a, that's a great thing to be part of. Yeah, definitely. Well, Mr. Patters, thank you as always for sharing your thoughts and congratulations to everyone on the first 10 years. Well, congratulations to everyone out there, um, you know, and I look forward to having this conversation 10 years from now. Thanks for listening to HII Talking Points. This podcast was produced by Huntington Ingalls Industries Corporate Communications Team. We welcome your feedback and ideas for future podcasts at www.huntingtoningles.com slash podcast.